All right, uh, March 20, yesterday, um, March 28th, 2020. Um, things, uh, the city's still on shutdown mode. Um, and in technical form, quarantine is a 40-day window of time for um, well, you know, when I looked it up a few days ago, right? It's a 40-day window that ships were held at sea um, from the things that the uh, sailors and you know crew members would have um, to die off, right? Before they got back to the mainland, and uh, so if this is a true quarantine, sort of a quarantine approach, and who knows why they came up with forty days as the number? Um, So what you're about to hear is just sort of um, some early morning thoughts on um, a particular day during this process, right, of quarantining. And I had some insights that I wanted to share with you. And uh, while uh, sharing them with myself, uh, I have a recorder that I use to capture um, my thoughts, ideas, um, because I think I can speak and communicate to myself faster than I can write and journal sometimes. So that's my um, uh, weapon of choice there. But, uh, you know, as you listen on, what you're hearing is sort of a stream of thoughts and um, they're not random. They're sort of in, insights in, in, in reflecting, almost happening in real time as I'm recording, as I was capturing the recording, I was like, you know, this is, these are some of the conclusions that I was finding with regards to um, how this whole process has played out. And um, so anyway, just giving you a heads up that it is sort of like an uncut version of um, a day in the life and then the morning of my journey, right? As one of however many thousands or millions, I should say, of people who are, you know, staying at home and, and or taking measures to be out of um, the, uh, the way, right? And be part of the solution and not the problem. So, all right, with that, if you wish to continue listening, um, let's listen to the rest of it. And uh, as always, thank you for listening. Thank you for being a grind scheme follower and appreciator. And I will talk to you soon. So that means we've got another 24 days to go, right? Something to that effect. Um, so the question becomes, you know, do you have, well, it doesn't really, it's not really a question. It's more like an awareness of, you know, are there enough resources, right? In whatever form that they take, right? Because people can only go so long without, well, having some kind of dynamic, right, of, of income 
um, and expenses, right? So, as the days have as the days have unfolded, there's been I think I've gotten a sense of clarity, right? And I think compared to a couple weeks ago, when I was just like, okay, what's what's really going on, right? There's a virus. The virus is deadly, but compared to everything else, it's not that. You know, it's not that deadly. But the issue, what made it a concern is the spread of it, right? So, although it wasn't as deadly as other viruses, or as even, you know, uh, sort of um, scary, like Ebola was like straight up. We're taking your flesh, <laughs> right? Like, whoa. Um, the thing about it was that the spread of this was so um, um, the transmissibility of it, as Dr. Fauci would say. Um, the transmissibility of it is what made it dangerous, right? Um, because before you know it, everyone would get it, right? And if everyone got it, you would then have a medical system collapse. So you, there would be a few, a, a number of a few things that would happen. You'd have the medical, the medical uh, system would collapse. Right, because you just couldn't keep up with the amount combination of deaths. Um, you know, people that need to be in the hospital, uh, number of staff members to manage the demand of people. Um, of course, supply like it would just be a thing, right? And then on top of that, potentially, you wouldn't have. Um, and on top of that. If you think about the work, the the workforce, you know, as as innocent as it might seem, they you would have like a wave of all of a sudden. Imagine like a whole like building, right, um, of people working with different companies, like some sixty percent of them, eight seventy five percent of them getting getting sick at the same time, right now your productivity drops and you can't put out what you need to put out and depending on who's depending on what you need to deliver and what you need to put out that creates a cascade of events and and so you still have a collapse right so it's like so it would still cost us something right like it would still cost us whether you know what it costs us for, for us to be in shutdown to get it under control like so there's a price to get it under control through a shutdown and there's a price to pay for letting it get out of control and then trying to control it when it's out of control so which price do you want to pay right and so 
you know, in a way, like we really have to genuinely work together about this. Um, and um, and each you know each state has done has tried to do its part. Each state has tried to do its part to communicate. Hey, this is where things are. This is what we need, and da 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 da. Right, and um. You know, like in the case of New York, you know, we got Cuomo, who's our governor, de Blasio, the mayor, and then everywhere else is, I don't know. I don't know what's going on in Syracuse. I don't know what's going on in Buffalo. I don't know what's going on in Rochester. I don't know what's going on in Poughkeepsie. I don't know what's going on in, you know, fill in the blank, right? Long Island and so on and so forth. But there's, there's got to be a, a hub like for like intelligent discourse i think i think what this has revealed to me is like our news system in response time to things is is not reliable right um it yeah i think that's just the best way i can put it um yeah it's not it's not it's not reliable, right? Because I think what people need in times of a pandemic is not news. You, you don't need news. Like, news is obvious. News. News flash. Yeah, people are c- contracting the virus. It's killing. Yeah. And the, and the nature of this virus is it's not going to be merciful. Right? Um, so, anyway... I think in in situations like this, we don't need news. And we don't even need information. Like, not for not in the traditional sense. We need when situations like this go down, we need education. You know? Like like authentic get your resources together, create your animations, create your charts create those things that when people see them they they calm down you know i can't tell you how many you know um you know how much content in some way shape or form that i've come across like so yep i read i read right so we've got the the economist i got the new york Times, not new york new york, no wall street journal um uh, what else? Uh, Bloomberg Newsweek or Business Week, whatever it's called. You know, there's like different sources that I've come across have had different, you know, perspectives on what's going on and blah, blah, blah. And, 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 you know, the articles that I think have I found the most helpful are the ones that are, you know, are, are clearly breaking down what a situation is. But the ones that I gravitate to is, well, have bar charts. They have charts. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, get, they have something that sort of gives me a visual reference. Now, when we get to online... What's made the most sense to me is like video illustrations, things that have said, okay, like, for example, as simple as it was like the 20 second rule, right? With washing hands, like, I'm sure everybody in a grown adult is like, okay, well, why, why 20 seconds? Right. And, 
instead of the instructions, like, hey, just watch your hands for 20 seconds. Like, we're as adults, we still have like childlike questions, like, well, why 20 seconds? Like, 15 seconds is a, what's the big deal between 15 and 20? Why not 25? Right? Like, those questions have to be addressed in education. Here are the five, you know, so you say, well, here are the five guidelines of what you need to do, right? You want to know, you know, you tell them, and then you want to know why we ask you to do these things? Here's why. And then click on this and go watch a video that tells you da da da. That's it. I mean, this, this like, we got to have, you know, you know, news to update us. And then the news that's updating us should should reveal in some way, shape, or form, it should, it, you know, it, it should be, like, data-driven, right? I mean, some some numbers people are like, oh, yeah, we definitely know how many people died. Okay, great. Well, I mean, some other numbers, sure, it may be harder to get, but, all right, here's, here's you know, how many people are recovering. And here's, you know, right now we have, you know, 1,300 uh, doctors, nurses, nurses on call at every given 24-hour window within this metropolitan. Like, just numbers that put things into perspective to let people know what's really going on. You know, right now we've got um, a fleet of 120 uh, ambulances. Um, 80%, 80% of those are, you know, off-site in the sense that they are always going back and forth and carrying people and we've got you know however many that are on you know backup and i don't know like but you know like stuff and i'm sure these are the things that you know that this kind of data is data that is, is somewhere but it's not assembled in a way to really help people mentally mobilize right to understand oh wow that's why i need to stay my ass home oh man that makes sense you know, an emergency room is designed to hold capacity. Let's just say average emergency room in New York City is designed to hold that capacity, you know, uh, 150 people. Right now, we've got emergency rooms that, you know, versus it being like, oh, look at the scene out here. It's like, like, uh, you know, we, you want people to be calm. You want people to not freak out. Like, educate them. You know, like, I think that's what I'm, that's what I, some of the stuff that I've gotten from this. So anyway, and, and to wrap this up, my experience kind of coming full circle is, as I started to kind of, I think as I listened more to what, uh, some, uh, one interview that Dr. Fauci said, when he said, you know, here's, you know, you begin with, you know, there's like a stage, there's like containment, there's, uh, this containment. There's a phase of testing, like even just that whole process of a chart that shows you how to manage a pandemic, right? There's there's te- there's a testing phase, there's a containment phase, there's a shutdown phase, there's a you, you, you know what I'm saying, and 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 there is no you know some saying there's no manual for this, right? But we know enough about what we know enough about from previous pandemics or potential threats that have have been effective right so there's containment right there's you know uh, what i what i've heard which is there's containment then there's a tracing back right like okay these people have it contain it figure out what the common source is address that before they infect anybody else you know tell people to freeze and stay put before this gets too wild, right? Um, and then uh, monitor and, and and monitor the cases 
and register them until you see you know the peak and then the the decline of of the infection rate and you know at this particular juncture um you know people are welcome to return back to um you know back to normal in whatever way they can return back to normal um and and then you know we start to sort of you know um decommission to under you know to just get things back to normal because all these ventilators where we going where where are we going to store them when you know when we finish using them all these extra beds where are we going to put them um you know like or however it's arranged um you know debriefing getting this the data post data and then wrapping it up but that's what this is telling me. So on one hand, I know it, I know there's an end to it, right? Like, I mean, unless we're really that dumb, we need to stay our asses home. Um, and then two, uh, we really need, you know, the professionals who are out there on the front lines to really be doing their job to create, you know, get good data and inform and educate. Uh, educate us on like what how things are looking keep us up to keep us keep us up to speed and informed and and then that way like our minds start to work together right so that we're our behavior on our end is reinforced like yep you know me feeling like okay me being home is helping right and then the the you know sort of professional leader um is saying look you know, thank you for staying home. Here's the difference that your staying home is making. Uh, for those of you who've, you know, contributed to sending supplies or whatever, um, let's let's get this done. I mean, you know, you name it, right? Um, and you know, and then working working it out that way, where it's like a real genuine kind of like team effort, you know. Um, so, so I just, I just kind of feel like that's my experience and what I've gotten out of this whole thing so far, like this, my kind of lessons and reflection thus far, you know, it will, it, you know, beyond like the obvious, yep, it's gonna, it's gonna end. Um, and in between now and when it ends, um, I think what can accelerate the end of it, it oh, I know what it was. It, there was a moment where something clicked for me um, with what Dr. Fauci was saying. What clicked for me was, you know, there's a point in time where the reported cases, you know, the cases are going to spike. And you think about it, like, you know, between uh, the 16th, I think New York's cases were like 3,000 as of like mid-March or something. And then all of a sudden it's like 8,000. No, I'm sorry. Uh, 38. Right? It was some, maybe it was, I don't even, maybe it was 13. It was some small number, some fraction of a number. Right? I may not get the numbers right. But it like tripled or something. And I'm like, wow. You know? Wow. So... Um, 
So anyway, that that would be uh gosh I'm mad. Oh, okay. So the so the trajectory, right? So as these 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 charts are getting plotted, like something clicked. What clicked for me was okay, you know, the the thing that was sneaky about this was that People who were infected didn't know they were infected, and they were infecting other people, right? At at such a rate that by the time we realized what was going on, of course, those, I mean, technically those numbers could have been at that number today. I mean, uh, as of yesterday anyway, 38,000 could easily have been maybe 80 if we didn't shut down the city, or 100,000. Based on how much movement is going on in this city. Right? Crazy. Crazy. So, I realized, like, one, oh, that particular element of the infection, uh, the transmission process. And then I realized, yeah, we are, you know, as like sort of catastrophic as it feels to just be still like that's that's our that's probably our our salvation right in this whole thing so it's to be still to to have and then have the virus wave it out right just have it ride out what it needs to ride out you know just like you always hear someone's got a kid in daycare they're like i don't know you know kids at daycare kids got the flu there's something going around right people say oh man there's something going around right i just had it last week my kid had it the week before and then another kid had it like you know and we kind of like take it for granted that like sometimes what one kid's got all the other kids in some way shape or form are gonna get and that's that right um so anyway this is uh This is what I, um, what I got, you know, is that the transmissibility, you know, uh, everything kind of coming up to that climax, right? If we want that curve to flatten or to drop, right? Um, yeah, if we want that curve to flatten or to drop, we're going to need to, uh, you know, be sort of collectively consciously sensibly engaged you know and and this is a matter of leverage right like at some point given how freaking independent american brains and minds are you know we got to rec- we got to really understand how we how our minds can work together with governing uh, structures and institutions to make things like this like easy to navigate you know what i'm saying like i think when people really feel like they know they're part of a problem at least they can hold themselves responsible for bringing the solution like for me i'm like combination of my own um you know sort of self-preservation interest and uh in partnership i'm like like i don't even i don't want to go i mean sure i get it but I don't, I don't want to be outside and randomly forget that 
I turned to, you know, to get into the building, I, I touched the knob and, you know, like, I don't, I don't want to have that. I, I don't want to be on high alert everywhere I go. Did I touch this? Did I touch that? Did I, you know, or, uh-oh, someone's coughing. Oh, here we go. You know, like, I don't need that. Right. And if I need to go and do something, sure. But, but knowing that, okay, I'm one, um, I'm one, one less, you know, one less uh, additive to the problem. I feel good about that, you know, and I hope everybody else around me can get with that program so that we can move into the future together, you know? So anyway, um, I may have to recap that again, but I just know something popped for me when I started to understand just the journey towards flattening or coming down, right? Um, So, and then of course, preparing for life after the curve, I think, you know, um, it's easy for us to get caught up in like just the immediate step of like, let's just get back to work. But like, okay, well, when you get back to work, what will you be working on? You know, Um, you know, how healthy are you going to, you know, you know, what are your, what are going to be your consumables? What are going to be your, you know, like the things, you know, what your combination of what you consume to what you spend to what you fill in the blank. Um, um, you name it. Um, just pre- being prepared for life after. And so anyway, um, at least for, I'd say even the next 18 to 36 months, you know, um, Anyway, it's been a it's been a real intriguing journey, real experience, learning and understanding these dynamics, and uh, you know I hope anybody else who is thinking about it is really kind of on board and understanding you know how this how this works you know so um, so that's it. Stay home if you know I mean stay mindful, stay conscious. Um, and um I think that that wraps it up Hey guys, just as always, thank you so much for listening to the grind scheme of things. I appreciate you taking the time. Hope you got some insights as as, as I discovered them and stumbled upon them uh, during my recording of that. Definitely would love to stay in touch with you if you'd like to stay in touch with me as well. Um, There are links below. You can find me, of course, on YouTube, uh, youtube.com forward slash Buimadu, B-U-I-H-E-M-A-D-U. I'll leave the other links also to access a... Uh, the site buoymadu.com and you can find some resources there to assist you on your journey um, if you want to lock arms and really be in a community um, where you are you know sort of heard and your ideas can uh, be entertained and, and you can engage in some real powerful uh, discourse you are welcome to be a part of that by heading over to buoymadu.com forward slash tribe all right guys thanks for listening and we'll talk to you all soon